Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean. It is cold in the studio. Brr. Uh, what is it? Uh, 67 degrees. I got to turn the heat on. Hey, from Los Angeles, it's Mike Downer. Welcome to Conversations Radio, episode number 133. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. Hey, on Twitter, it's really quite simple. It's um, at Converse Radio. That's like the sneaker without the E. And on Facebook, Facebook, Facebook? No. Fate, there's nothing fake about it. On Facebook, we are simply Conversations, the podcast. If you like what you hear, drop us a line, conversationspod at gmail.com, conversationspod at gmail.com. Hey, all of our podcasts are on Apple Podcasts. You can go to the iTunes store and search for Conversations Radio and voila. They're all there, tucked in quite nicely for your listening and enjoyment, all 133 episodes. Well, 132, soon to be 133. And again, a great show tonight. So much going on. And uh, man, we've got a real special guest. Our guest tonight is going to be Everly McDonald. And our co-host is uh, the wonderful Mariel Sheets. And Mariel was on before. Uh, she is a voiceover artist, actress here uh, located in Southern California. And uh, very well known for this. Ooh, what's that? A microphone? Why does her hair look so funny? Oh, what's that little blinking red light? Does that mean it's recording? Am I going to be on TV? Am I on TV right now? Hello? Snow day? Snow day! No school today! Dreams do come true. Oh, my sweet baboo. And of course, that's uh, Sally in the Peanuts movie. She did a couple years back, and uh, just hilarious. Uh, she is quite, uh, quite the voiceover artist. She created um, a, a character by the name of Darcy for The Loud House, and there was a, there was a small um, um, Nickelodeon short called Camp. We don't want you, and she created the voice of Seventeen as well. She's in LA. She's done numerous uh, voiceover gigs, some acting as well, uh, print, uh, commercials, all kinds of stuff. And, of course, she's gearing up right now for uh, college, just around the corner. I want to say hi from Los Angeles. It's Mariel Sheets. Mariel, how are you? Hi, Mike. I'm doing fantastic. And welcome back. It's great to be back. And Mariel's sitting in the booth right there at her at her, her uh, location there in beautiful downtown Burbank, as we used to say back in my day. Uh, and, uh, wow, how you been? I've been fantastic. Actually... It's been a little stressful around here, as anyone who's ever prepared for college applications knows. It's just been a lot, but also been keeping busy in the acting way. We've been doing quite a few auditions around here, and it's just been a very eventful month. <laughs> now, you know, when you hear that 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 clip uh, from from uh, the Peanut movie, uh, what goes through your your mind? Because of course, that was a that was a huge opportunity for you, and. Uh, Everyone loved the film, and I understand they're actually it's actually being uh, shown again on TV, right? Yeah, it's on Disney Plus again. Um, the first thought that goes through my head, honestly, is, oh, so cute. It doesn't sound to me like it's me. I know I must have sounded like that, 
as a younger kid, but I didn't sound like that inside my head, so it's kind of news to me. Even though I've seen the movie several times, I still feel like I'm just listening to Sally. So when you, now when, of course, Sally, I mean, the Peanuts, obviously, so iconic. I mean, uh, for years, Charles M. Schultz created all those characters, and of course, Sally, a very important part of, of that uh, that franchise. So when you when you voiced Sally, did you have to kind of try to copy that or make it your own? In my family, we've always said that we all relate to the Peanuts characters because we've all been lifelong fans. But in my family, I've been known as Sally for a very long time, since I was <laughs> a toddler practically. My voice always sounded like her, so I didn't have to work a lot at it. But we did watch the specials every year. I memorized the pumpkin patch speech and could deliver it on cue. I did it at this dinner in New York where the whole cast was together and the crew was there too. And everybody was supposed to come up and say a line. And I just launched into this whole speech after the director asked me. So there was a little bit of research involved, but mostly it was just me. I've always been Sally in my family. That's So that's a, it's a compliment then. You're, you're not <laughs> offended by that. Yeah. Well, that's great. And you've done, uh, of course, Darcy. That was a, 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 a breakthrough as well for you. Oh, Darcy. House. Yeah. <laughs> um, Darcy was definitely an interesting experience, recording at Nickelodeon, being around the other actors. And a story that sometimes comes up about Darcy is that in the first episode, friend or foe, she gets kind of upset when Lisa Loud says that her lifestyle isn't exactly conducive to having friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she gets very upset. And they just had me keep rolling with the crying. And we finally, they finally said, cut. And they're like, okay, we can't ever have Darcy cry again. It is too hard on us. <laughs> I like that. Very good. And again, uh, your voiceover talents, uh, are you, you do everything. You do, you do boys, girls, babies, toddlers, Teens and animals and creatures and lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. <laughs> you voiced everything. You could probably voice the phone book. I would love to. Back in my day, we, back in my day, we had phone books. I think those days are uh, yeah. now. I think now it's the Internet. Well, I'm glad to have you back. You were on about about a year and a half ago. With, uh, oh, it's been a second. With uh, Carlos Alasraki, of course, good friend of, of the show. And, uh, and uh, I hope you guys get a chance to meet sometime because uh, he's uh, definitely uh, a person to know in the VL community. And uh, I want to thank you and also your dad, Michael Sheets, for setting this up, Our uh, your in-house producer there at um, <laughs> Muriel Sheets Productions. So uh, we're glad to have you on here. And let's go ahead and, uh, should we go ahead and dive in here? Oh, yeah. We've got a really cool guest here from a real cool series that played on HBO Max. Uh, I'm talking about uh, The Time Traveler's Wife. This is based on a book, and uh, the, the uh, funny way, I was in the garage yesterday, going through this stuff with my my wife, I fe- with my wife, and I found the book. Actually, I've got the book too, too. So it's really, really cool if you get a chance to uh, get that as well. But uh, the Time Traveler's Wife, based on the novel by Andre Niffinger. Hope I said that right. I'm sure that, um, uh, that Everly will, will will correct me. And um, Everly McDonald stars as the young Claire. There are a few Claires throughout the story, but really, it's amazing. I don't know if you have you seen this series, uh, Mariel. 
I haven't, but okay. I did look it up when I found out Everly was going to be on the show. She's absolutely incredible. So yeah. much fun to watch. And it's a very interesting story, too. Yeah, she's she's holding her, 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 she's hugging herself and everything. You should, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, you are the thing. Uh, she's also appeared on Good Girls, uh, Truth Be Told, and uh, so much more. She got her start early, early on. I mean, it's like three years old. And then things started busting loose right about five, which is like the magic age, Muriel, when you get into this stuff. Like, when, how old are you when you started, Muriel? I was four. So um, yeah. I started out, actually, my first job was in voiceover. Um, oh, okay. For yeah. something that we were doing for my dad's company. But we moved here when I was seven. So many people you see on their pages started at the young age of 12. And Everly <laughs> and people like me, we were like, that's old. From back in the day. <laughs> I want to say hi uh, to the young Claire character here. Again, uh, Claire Absher is the is the, uh, the the part of the story of the Tam tra- the time the Tam the time traveler's wife, and again, just a wonderful wonderful series. Um, why it didn't get picked up for a second season, I have no idea because it really is that that good and it's timeless. It really is timeless. I want to say hi to from um, Idaho of all places, the wonderful. Everly McDonald. Everly, how are you? Good, how are you? Has the snow hit yet? Um, No, not yet, but when I get ready for school in the morning, I do see a bit of ice on the car. Oh, and uh, you, you're, fr- you're from Southern California, but you guys moved to Idaho, and uh, certainly you're still close to L.A., probably about an hour away, so uh, that's, that's good, cause, uh, or is it longer than that? It's two hours. Two away. hours, okay, but it's a long drive. So oh, yeah, better, it's, it's way long. Better by plane. Welcome to Conversations Radio. We're so glad to have you here. And I want to thank your mom as well for setting things up on that side. Um, mm-hmm. you, um, you are quite um, the actress. And uh, again, you're, you're going to school. Are you homeschooled? I am going to public school. Oh, great. Okay. So you kind of like that, I'm sure. Yeah, I really do. I have a lot of friends and we hang out a lot. Do they know you're, do they know you're an actress? Yes. Sometimes my friend Morgan, she's like, I have a famous person sitting next to me. And I keep (laughs) saying, no, I'm I'm not. I'm not famous. I'm just an actor. That's like, it's like, it's like, Mariel, it's like, will you please stop? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, please. Oh gosh. It happens so much. In LA, like not so much, but when you get outside LA or you're around people from out of LA, it is nonstop. (laughs) And it's funny because, because, and I'm sure, I'm sure. That you, that you drink a lot of water. That's important. I'm sure yes. that you uh, you get recognized. I would I would think as your character is so unique, but just so so original as well. Um, but yeah, living in Los Angeles because I've been here since God beginning of time since the '80s, and there's not a day. Well, it's maybe a, there's not a week I don't run into somebody. I was my my favorite was I was in uh, Mel's. Well, I'll show you I'll show you this. You guys can see this here. You'll have no idea what this is. Uh, for our listening audience, you don't get to see this, but my guests do. Okay, any idea? Any idea, guys? So I'm John sitting. Blank. Okay, so I'm sitting in Mel's diner, and who walks in? Ready, guys? Gwen Stefani. <gasps> what the? And Blake. Both of them that, together. That's crazy. It's, that, nothing happens. And Gwen, I met about ten years ago at a Starbucks, and. Um, she oh pulls my gosh, a picture. I love her. She's oh, she's amazing. She's wonderful, beautiful. And yeah. when I saw her again, I showed her the picture. She goes, you know, I still have that jogging suit. 
<laughs> and then and then I ran into uh, to, to Blake. Blake was there with her as well, and that was cool. And, it, and that kind of stuff always. When you're in LA and you live in LA, it's going to happen. It's almost like it's like it's like oh yeah, celebrities okay. Um, but again, um, in Idaho, probably not as much. But do you get recognized? Have you been recognized yet? Mm-hmm. No, not really. You will be. You will be definitely. Yeah, the the, 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 the series is fantastic. But let's go back because again, I understand you started at three years old. Yes, you I me- did. You remember that? No, not really. Have you gone back and looked at those 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 early projects? Well, I do remember Skinny Pop. That was okay. really fun to film. It was a funny commercial too. It's like my mom's like grabbing the snacks from behind. She's just like eating all of them. The person next to us just like, why? Why is she doing that? It's now. Did you did you did you eat them too? No, I didn't eat them, but they were on set for a snack, so I think oh, okay. I did eat them. Because usually food commercials, Maria, you might know this as well. They give you a, a bucket. So Ooh, yeah. yeah, you get so full sometimes oh or my. sometimes like if there's ice cream, they it won't even actually be ice cream, but you have to eat it like it's ice cream or it'll be like mashed potatoes or frosting. <laughs> I did an Oscar Mayer commercial and they they had me eat a peanut butter hot dog and they, they, yeah, uh, they gave me a spit cup, but I liked it. I never spit it out. It was actually not half bad. So now I eat my hot dogs with peanut butter on it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Really? Weird food combinations. Exactly. What other ones you got? I don't really have f- weird food combinations, but like that's the only one I have. It it's like sweet and sour, not sour, but like sweet and salty, and it's really good together. Are you guys okay with scrambled eggs? Ooh, yeah. With I ke- like eggs with ketchup, but in bre- breakfast burritos. Okay, Those like with good. with ketchup and stuff, I do that, or I'll end up doing like. I'm, I love hot sauce. So I get a bottle of Chula or Tabasco and pour it on there and it's great. But anyway, it's not the food show. <laughs> um, so, but again, those early commercials and I had a friend that did a commercial for um, Farmer Boys. There was a chain. He, was, he had to bite a burger and they gave him like a bucket to spit it out because he could, you know, it's like 10 mm-hmm. takes. Yeah, you, there's only so much you can do. But early on, again, you did commercials and you did some short films as well. And then about five years old, <laughs> things started happening for you. Uh, yeah. In a big way. Um, good Girls. Great show. Yeah. It, it was actually kind of, it was actually a pretty crazy audition because I wasn't auditioning for Jane. I was on, I was auditioning for, uh, what's her name? Yeah, Emma. Uh, I was auditioning for Emma and, well, I went in there and I did my audition and I thought I did pretty good. So then a couple months later, yeah, I got a call back for Jane, which in the show in that season, she was, Jane was like 12 years old. I'm like, well, that's weird. So they rewrote Jane as a little kid throughout the whole season. Wow. And that was an in-person audition. Yeah, it was an in-person audition. Everything is everything is so much Zoom now. Um, what do you like better? you like going in or do you like doing it over Zoom? I, well, I don't do it over Zoom. I do it as a self-tape, which I kind of liked better because sometimes when you're doing it in person, I kind of feel nervous. Like I only have one shot shot at this. I can't do retakes cause it's like face to face. Like, so I kind of feel nervous. And 
sometimes like my brain goes like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And it's like, <laughs> uh, and it's crazy. And Mariel, for you, you know, being in the San Fernando Valley, uh, kind of the epicenter of a lot of voiceover studios and whatnot. Are you doing most of your auditions uh, uh, remotely or are you going in? Everything is remote these days, whether it's for live action or for voiceover. And, you know, you'd think we would have gone in to more stuff in all the years we've lived here because we've been here 10 years. But for a really long time, nothing is at the studios. It was all the it was like it should have been a 40 minute drive, but it was like four hours in traffic to just to get to these auditions. Oh, sure. And so, like, I kind of get it with the really long drive, Everly. Like, you've got the, the two hours. It's a pretty normal commute, yeah. except you're actually getting somewhere. So, yeah. again, again, COVID nineteen. Oh yeah. In 2020, 2021, so it pretty much changed a lot, and everyone was doing remote auditioning, either either self tapes or Zoom, or what have you. And of course, for Mariel, it's uh, Source Connect, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think it's not all bad, though. Like, the pandemic is obviously horrible, but yeah. we get the chance to workshop it a lot more. Oh, for sure. And, and Everly, you've done voiceover, too? Well, I auditioning, I auditioned for a few things, like a, like a lot of animals, but oh. I never got anything. Like, I auditioned for Bugs Bunny Builders. I auditioned for, like, very, like, I kind of auditioned for like baby cartoons or like yeah. little kid cartoons. Okay. But yeah, yeah. I never yeah. got anything. Yeah, you. Which I am trying so hard oh, because you're... I really want to do voiceover. It's going to happen for you. I mean, obviously, it's it's one step at a time. I mean, to book the time traveler's wife, that's a pretty big deal, and you've got a very important role in that as young Claire. So let's talk mm-hmm. about that just a bit because again, everyone likes this. This series is fantastic, and I really enjoyed watching it. Because you never knew what was going to happen next. He's there, then yeah. he's not. He's gone for two years. He comes back. He's there. He, he's a he's a a busy busy time traveling librarian. I understand. Yeah, he's he's busy times one gazillion. Like he could just be working, helping someone out at the library one second, and then two seconds later he could be. In the middle of who knows where. Like, he could be in freaking Antarctica. (laughs) Right next to him. Like, he could be anywhere, anytime, any place, any day, future, past, doesn't matter, just there. It's an amazing story. And I think as far as a superpower, I would love that. Just to disappear, you know. But I I wouldn't want to, you know, disappear for, you know, years at a time, obviously. And I don't want to inconvenience anybody. But uh, young Claire... Tell me about that process. Now, again, was that a, a self-tape or did you go in for that? It was a self-tape. At, at the time, I was still in Idaho. Like, we just got a rental house there. And um, I, I don't know, it was like during fall. And I got the audition and I'm like, oh, neat. So I practiced my lines really, really, really hard. And I remember the exact lines I had to say. I don't remember them thoroughly, but like, it was, have you seen Dinosaurs? real ones like that scene um I had to say all that and then like I don't know like a couple weeks or like one month later I'm downstairs and my mom yells Everly you booked the job I'm like wait what and I was so excited because I knew this was gonna be like awesome like I would get to meet all these crazy cool 
people pizza no <laughs> pizza yeah this people. is live radio and, yeah. um i would get to go to new york i would have so much fun there it would be awesome to just act and do all of this the, the yeah the press junket is always fun right mariel Ooh, yeah. <laughs> just everybody passing the mic back and forth in the Peanuts cast. We didn't get a lot to say, but then when they would get you individually, there were so many interesting things they would ask you. Um, Everly, what was it like on the set? I mean, obviously you were a lot younger than the other actors. What was the interactions like? Well, basically, what was it like on the set? Well, it was actually really fun. Like, they brought in... It was in, uh, I think it was like in Queens in New York. And they had this huge, massive like set. And they built from ground up this little wooden, like wood, woodly kind of, I don't know, like wooded area, foresty yes. area uh, yeah. where there's like this path and this big rock. I'm not sure if that, I'm still kind of amazed how that rock could well, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not amazed, but like that rock was made out of like styrofoam, I think. Oh yeah. And they just like <laughs> speckled little paint on it. They added in real plants. They put in real dirt, some moss. And every time between scenes, they, they would have some guy come in and they would water all the plants at once. For sure. And sure. being on set just there, it was amazing. It's like unreal to actually be there. Like everyone's so cool. I never would have thought I would meet. Theo James and Rose Leslie, like oh, that. Wow. It's just That's... crazy. And it's a lot of people too working that. Oh yeah, huge crew. Yeah, it's a lot. Of and it's like you never meet all of them, but you meet meet most of them. But uh, mm -hmm. you mentioned the greenery, the greenery, and the and the plants and stuff. My wife is of short stature. She's only four feet tall, and she was an Ewok in Return of the Jedi back in the eighties. That... Oh my gosh, that is crazy. And they That's had so cool. they had green greenery green green greens people and whatnot. All they did was just you know spray paint plants and <laughs> keep things green and whatnot. Again, <laughs> it takes a village. It's, it's a huge crew. The um, your role um, as young Claire again very very important. How did you get in that mindset? Again, this is kind of a mature, kind of a mature story, you know. And there are, mm -hmm. there, are there are there are two young Claires, right? Yeah. So there's one that's like probably in middle school, I think. Okay. And then there's one that's still six years old, probably in second or first grade. And that's you, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, how did you how, how did you prepare for that role? Because obviously it's pretty intense. Well, how how I prepared was that I would I would practice my lines over and over again, make sure I got them in my head, ready for that moment to when they say action. I would know, I would memorize what type of actions I'm doing. Like, say, if I was going to run this certain way and nod my head, I would do that and practice it multiple times so then I know when to do it and where to go. And I would just get ready. I'm like, I am Claire now. <laughs> no more Everly. Everly walked out of the room, she's yeah. not there. I am now a six-year-old child named Claire Abshire. So then when they hit action, I would really be that character in that moment, really meeting a time traveler in this fairy tale land. And I would walk down, 
sit on the rock if he would like run in the bushes then i would be scared i would be like oh my gosh my brother's playing a joke on me or there's a monster or a wolf so i'd act scared you know and again claire is very very considerate um she brings him clothes and shoes and again that's kind of important <laughs> um yeah it's uh, again a uh, a wonderful movie the uh, that was a long shoot as well. You shot for uh, a few months, right? Yeah, I shot for five months in New York. Wow. And um, fun fact, actually, well, people might have not already known this, but some of the shooting in the woods was actually in the actual woods in New York. And New York is like city, 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 but there's actually some greenery in it, like oh, yeah. with dirt and actual bugs the only bugs. kind of bug looking thing i see in new york is a pigeon mario <laughs> bugs just the pigeons are really everywhere and they are such oh pests yeah. um you gotta love them i now. don't know what it is i've been to new york only twice i really envy you getting to go there for like oh that long that's <laughs> you must have gotten to so, see so many amazing things but the thing i remember is a the smell yeah, because yes. that has a, that city has such a distinctive smell. It's yeah. like wet pennies. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, wet pennies and garbage. It, oh. No offense to New York. It's it's okay when you're there. Um, it's, it's a big city. New York you learn to love it. <laughs> it used to be you know, if you if you called directory assistance, you said they said what city? You say New York City. They say what borough? Because it's so big, you can't just say New York City. You gotta say is it Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens? Where where is this person living? You're trying to find. Because it's that yeah. big. And, of course, I understand New York pizza is really good. Mm, yeah. Everly, did you ever try any of the hot dogs from the carts, or were they doing that? I don't know what's happened since COVID. I, they were doing that, but I never tried We I never tried it. We just got water there if we were hot, because we would walk, 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 walk all freaking day, all around the city. Then we'd go home in an Uber. And <laughs> actually, my... My director, David, he sent me all sort of places in New York. Like, uh, he sent me to the this tea party place. I forgot what it's called. It's, oh, it's the plaza. He sent me to the plaza for this tea party. And it was, um, like, they had all this tea. I had my friend with me. And there was, like, this really delicious watermelon tea. Ooh. And it was so fancy. I'm like, I feel... I feel very fancy right now. Like I never thought I would actually be at an actual tea party. It was not really a party, <laughs> but like that's what I thought. Like I'm like, wow, goodness gracious, this is this is actually crazy. I'm like, thank you so much, David. And I went to the museum, the the national Mom, national. Uh, yeah. Producer mom, natural, Brianna, the National there. History Museum. Okay. And um, it was really cool. And I know that some of some of the scenes were in the National History Museum. Sure, yeah. Um, with Henry time traveling there, and it was really cool. Like I went to this little color event there. It was really cool. I got to see dinosaur bones, which was like, whoa, that is crazy. Like yeah. dino dinosaurs from millions and millions of years ago still their skulls and fossils are still in 2022 
Wow. Let's, yeah. 21, if you will say. Let's stop down for just one second, guys. This is Conversations Radio, episode number 133. Our guest tonight is the wonderful Everly McDonald from the, tri- the Time... The, the, I love post-production. The Time Traveler's <laughs> Wife. And my co-host from Los Angeles is Muriel Sheets, voiceover icon, and a.k.a. Sally around the household as well. The uh, the uh, when you when you got the uh, the, the the audition, they they give you a script or is it, was it just a couple of lines or when you auditioned for that. Well, it was just a script with a couple of lines. You know, it was like the scene where I had to say, "Have you seen dinosaurs?" Yeah. And you'd say, "I've seen one in the museum or something like that." And I said, "Real ones." And I ask him if he has kids, if he has a wife, ask him all sorts of questions because. Wouldn't you ask questions if you just see a mysterious man pop out in the bushes, you went to your dad's closet, gave him clothes, and yeah. now you're just talking to him, picking blueberries <laughs> out of a, blackberries out of a bush? You would probably ask that guy, or you'd probably ask that guy questions like, where did you come from? Who are you? And and I understand Muriel, but we, Everly and I talked a couple of days ago, and they shot a lot of that out of sequence as most stuff. You would think they'd film stuff just straight through. Uh-uh. No, it's it's like all over the place. So I mean, it makes sense though because if they have to shoot stuff in sequence, then they're just coming back to the same set day right. after day after day when they could get it all done on the same place in one day. Um so I guess to me that makes more sense. It's it's definitely cheaper, but yeah. it does kind of mess with your head when you're like, my character's not supposed to know this yet, but we shot it earlier. And again, the the uh you got to appreciate the editors cuz that's I mean, how they keep track of that, I have no idea. Um, what was your first scene you uh, shot there? It was, it was like the Indian scene, right? Well, the first scene I actually shot was pretty much all the scenes I am in. The running, the long, long running in the forest. Like, they actually had some people come in, just find this random place in New York, and just, like, would stop stomp all over the these like plants to make a trail for me to run through and then they would just um cut it and then another scene that i filmed was actually the opening aka running and going in from the forest into this little fairy tale-ish land it's not like a fairy tale but like it looks like a fairy tale like kind of to me sure where um it would just be me with the box and with the black shoes wow and you didn't have a stunt double for any of that well uh, yes i did um her name was um oh her name was brooklyn and it was like yeah, I can't remember the the other one, but I did have a stunt double, and the house that I shot in was beautiful. It was yeah. it was a mansion, and it was so big, and it looked beautiful, and it was so pretty. It was ginormous. It was so crazy. What an experience you, for you. Go ahead, Muriel. Did you get to explore the whole place? Normally, you're like pretty restricted in those areas, right? Well, not really. I didn't get to explore all of it, but I did get to, like, see the house from the outside. It had, like, this little outdoor bridge with a trail underneath it connecting to a different room. And it was so crazy. And I had to walk a path 
right into the stairs, opening a door, and then I would repeat that, and then I would go out of the door again, and, like, I would run all the way to give Henry his clothes. And for me, if I was that six-year-old, some, I don't know where the state is in the movie, but I would, I would never just go out into the forest, like, oh, yo, you know what? Today's a lovely day to go out with only long socks on, a dress, <laughs> and onto this forest with who knows what creatures lurking around. Wow. It's, it's mm, crushing yeah. my pony's mane. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I need grooming. You probably, you probably noticed as well because you've been on set for, you know, for, plus, you know, not just Time Traveler's Right, but Good Girls and Truth Be Told. It's a lot of waiting mm-hmm. around as well. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of waiting around. And uh, how did you stay busy during those days uh, when you were not on set? Well, like in between takes, when we would go back, I would chat to Theo with when I had scenes with him because one time he FaceTimed his daughter and I got to say hi to her. Wow. And, wow. Um, oh, one time, uh, what's it called? I actually got to do two table reads with the cast and the producers and like it was so much fun like one person would say their line i'd say mine it was so fun and it was crazy and they brought in this like little miniature set of what the forest would look like it was like wow i want to say it was made out of paper but it's definitely not made out of paper paper is not that stiff it was like made out of like this white cardboard or something i don't know but it was so cool it was like you know origami it's like that but with a whole entire forest and it was so cool i don't even know how people made that wow incredible you, I, I, Mariel, you're probably familiar as well because I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of the Peanuts movie, uh, a lot of storyboard stuff as well. On Actually, that, right? I didn't get to see the storyboards. Um, what we did get to see was some of the animation renders because we were recording a lot of it while it was still being storyboarded because I started in scratch tracks, which is what they use with the storyboards sure. to get an idea because there were originally two Sally's, two full casts. So mainly what I got to see after I was cast as main Sally was when they would have something rendered and we would get to see the scene. It wouldn't be complete, like the lighting would be a little weird or things would not have their textures yet, but it was a little bit further along. Yeah. But it's still overwhelming that first day. I mean, you're like, Mm -hmm. wow. And I mean, for you, Everly, this was a really big project. You, You had done Good Girls and Truth Be Told. But this was a, a huge series, and you yeah, must have been like, been all... yeah. And how about how about Crafty? Oh my gosh, <laughs> you you're saying what I'm thinking. <laughs> I I love Crafty. Yeah, it is the best. I love snacks and food. Food is my favorite. I love it. Delicious, yum, and so you're um, so you're at Crafty. So you're a really good. There. So you're on set really early in the morning. What was your go-to at the Crafty? Ooh. Oh, my gosh. On Good Girls, basically on Good Girls, um, they would always have someone make food there. And I would either get I would either get these delicious breakfast burritos or the people there 
what we like we would go outside out of our trailers and there like you would go down these stairs and there would be like this little place and people would be cooking and um i got to help this person make pancakes for me and it was super fun wow cool did you make your trailer like really homey with all your stuff from home no because it was always changing back and forth and back and forth and back and forth between um not between but um, I was always going back to my house, into the trailer, every single day. Not every single day, but, like, it was a different trailer sure. every single day, so I wouldn't really bring my stuff there. But, yeah, my trailer was pretty comfy. It had a couch. It had, like, obviously I had a bathroom, but uh, it had, like, this little table for me to sit on, and, like, maybe I could draw. It had a mirror, and it was it was really cool. I liked my trailer. Oh, and it had a fireplace. Fireplace? Whoa. Well, yeah, New Fancy. York. It was, it was crazy. It was a little cold there. Yeah. Well, sometimes it had a fireplace. So what do you want to do next? What's that, what are your plans, Everly? I really want to do a movie. I want to do a show that, like, actual kids can see. Like, I want to do voice acting. I want to do shows that, like, my cousins can see. And because... My cousins can't see Good Girls or right. Truth Be Told or The Time Traveler's Wife because that those shows are for adults. And um, I really just want to be in, like, a movie or one thing I like is Stranger Things. My birthday oh. party was all oh. about that. And I want to be something like that. That That is cool. We had uh, we had Hendrix oh. Yancey on here a couple weeks ago. She played number 13. On, oh, um, I met her. Yeah, she's she's amazing. Yeah. That's an amazing cast, and as well, um, the uh, I think this is the last season. Season I think it's season four or season five. And that's going to be it. It's season five. I yeah. watched all the seasons, and I'm really sad that there's only one more season left. And I really, really am sad that Max is like. I'm not sure if she's dead yet, though. Amberly, <laughs> <laughs> no, is there like a a character that you really dream about playing, like from a book or something? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, ooh, Land of Stories would be kind of cool. I know I could never play Alex since Alex has blonde hair, short blonde hair. But no, you like, would... totally could. You'd be great. Oh, gosh. Like, just make your hair a little shorter. You'd be amazing as Alex. Like, you have yeah, the right thank vibe. You. Thank you. But I really like that book. I've... I have all the collection of the series. I have the one up to the world, the New York one. It's just um like gray, well, it's silver sparkles with the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. But I've only yeah. read the first one. I will read the second one soon, though. Wow. Yeah. The first one's really good. You mm -hmm. are, uh, you're living the dream. I mean, you really are. <laughs> I mean, uh, both of you guys are. Uh, you're, you're still very young. Uh, you're, you're young too, Mariel. Um, <laughs> and you got your whole life. Everly, do you want to do any stage at all? Any live stuff? You thought about that? Oh, I really want to do Broadway. That would be super really? fun. And have you taken you any... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mariel, go ahead. You yeah. sing? Yeah, I sing. Awesome. And obviously a lot of acting training. Have you done any improv? Hmm... Sort of. Okay. I mean, I did USB 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> USB port. Yes, I totally did that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I did UCB. It was a little um, improv club that I did, and it was really fun. It was like this pancake game where one pancake would be like, oh, this is poison, and we would like fall on the floor or something. It would be like something wrong with the pancake. Mm. Wait, no, 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 That was that was Second City. That's that's Second City's one. huge. But I did do something like that, and um, UCB was a little advice. Basically, I would go on stage with this girl named Noelle, and she, she would ask she would ask me and some other kids like about love and. The one thing is, I said something close to the same thing every single year, because I didn't know what to think of. I would always say, give the man chocolates and <laughs> flowers, he'll like you, and wow. just wait for the right moment for him to propose to you. Wow. Like, I would always say something about flowers and chocolates, something <laughs> beautiful, and you guys would have an uh, ever happily ever after see i i hear your voice and it's a, and you could totally do voiceover stuff because i mean you, you, <laughs> could, you could i mean you just sound very versatile and i mean <laughs> um you uh, mariel you were once where everly is uh, you know starting out and doing stuff and uh it's baby steps along the way yeah you know and there's this other thing about acting which i'm sure you've experienced it everly even though I feel like maybe a little less than a lot of us is just that acting is a tough business. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. The guy who hosted when I was on, Carlos Arazraki, said yeah. that he keeps this huge pile of all the scripts from that he's not gotten, and he keeps them in the booth. Anytime anybody says, acting is easy, I could do that, he pulls the pile out. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I were to do that, it would be like seven binders full. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how many binders full you have, Everly, but I'm really glad that you're getting this experience now. Did you did yeah. you save all your scripts? Thank you. Um. Well, some no, not really. But I do have some scripts that are I think next to me. I'm not oh. sure if it's just paper or scripts because I still have a lot of scripts from like I don't know, like five months ago. Sometimes they just float around the house. Sometimes <laughs> they're gone already. But, yeah, I still have a lot of scripts. And, yes, acting is a really, really tough job. Yeah. But the, the return is fantastic. And speaking of, speaking of, oh, yes. speaking of scripts, Mariel, there's that, there's that bookshop in Burbank. I think it's on First Street. And they actually, you, mm. can actually, you can actually buy – we got scripts there. You can actually buy scripts. It's a, mm. it's a, it's a, it's an old bookstore. Um, the Iliad? Could be, yeah. But it's got a lot of, it's like a whole, most of it's like, there's like aisles and aisles of Life Life magazine. But there is a, <laughs> there, there's a, there is a section of where you, where you can buy scripts. There, there, the scripts there, it's really pretty cool. I mean, of, wow. of different things, yeah. So there's that. Um, so, um, Everly, I think that uh, you are well on your way to a fabulous career. Do you miss the red <laughs> hair? What? Do you miss the red hair? Oh my gosh, the red <laughs> hair was beautiful. The, yeah. Like it was so pretty. I really missed it. It was I just loved it. Like 
even though I would have to go into the hair salon like two times a week, which was kind of no, no, two times a month. It would be like two times a month. I would go into the hair hair salon and they would dye my hair red. It was awesome. I loved the first time I dyed my hair red. Um, for doing that, my hair was like bright red. I'm like, whoa, I like this. <laughs> wow. And it was so beautiful, but. When I got home, it kind of faded away, and then my brown came back, and then there's this weird mixture of color, and I actually have it in my school photo. Outstanding. Mm. We're running low on time here, but I want to talk about a couple things here. You are a big supporter of St. Jude's. Tell me about that. Yes. Um, I went to this Christmas event for St. Jude's, um, and I just met a lot of nice people they were all amazing, and um, it was awesome there. Like, I loved hanging out with um, those kids, and um, I did beef. Oh, and it was before COVID, so um, that, like, we actually got a lot of events in before COVID, and it was awesome. And um, it was just super fun. Like, I got to meet all these awesome kids there. It was, um, I don't know how many times I'm going to say it's so much fun, but truly, it was so much fun. St. Jude is an amazing, amazing hospital. <clears throat> Excuse it's me. Um, for, you know, for cancer kids, never a bill, never uh, a, a charge for housing, anything like that. And again, what they do is just remarkable, cutting edge research. And again, um, uh, that yeah. search for a cure and a lot of cancer kids. I used to work at Universal Studios for a number of years, and we had a lot of kids that would come in there, and a lot of those were St. Jude kids, and they, a lot of them do get better, which is great. And again, um, uh, certainly. Uh, oh, I think I probably wave to some on the trolley because every time me, it kind of, I want to say it was a tradition, but yeah, it kind of became a tradition. So whenever I would come on set, me and the girl who played my sister. Um, my sister in the show, Emma, uh, we would go over there and whenever there was a Universal Studios trolley that came by, we would wait to them and someone would <laughs> and it was so much fun. Yeah, I worked in the, I worked in the theme park. I got to play, uh, help dress Shrek and and and, Shrek. and the minions and all the, all the all the characters in the park. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Beetle, Beetle. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, Beetle. Yeah, Universal is amazing. Hey, you know, I think it's beautiful that that's what you're doing with your platform, Everly. Yeah. That while you have this, while people are paying attention, that you choose to do something positive. Thanks. And you also horseback ride and you surf. I mean, surfing's kind of <laughs> hard in Idaho, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> well, there's, there's no oceans. You, yeah. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> uh, but you, you do stay busy. And again, you are, uh, just phenomenal. I'm so glad you came on here tonight. Everly McDonald, actress. Uh, baker, cook, um, world traveler, uh, lover of New York and all things uh, acting. Will you come back on here again sometime? Oh, totally. It was I so much fun. Muriel, I can't believe she's 10. <laughs> I yeah. can't no. either. Please. And at this point, like I'm 17. I'm like, can I grow up to be her someday? Because <laughs> you're just so amazing. <laughs> all, that, all those hobbies, all the stuff you've done so far. Awesome. <laughs> hey, uh, I like how you said that. That was actually kind of that was actually pretty funny how you how you just said, can I grow up to be her even though you're 
above my age by seven years. So, I mean, there's still time. I've still got a year. There you go. <laughs> I'll find a way. Everly, can they follow you on? Can they follow you on? Yes. Yes. Can they follow you on social media, Everly? Um, yes. Uh, Everly McDonald on Instagram. Okay. And you're on and Twitter that's too. Much it. Hmm? You're on Twitter too. We'll go ahead. Yes, and I'm on Twitter. And we'll note that as well on the on the website. Yeah, yeah I'm so on folks. Twitter. I'm Everly McDee. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Everly McDowell McDonald. Again, post production. Everly McDonald. I thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, now, don't thank go... you for having me on the show. You're welcome. Podcast. Anytime. Don't go away. Mariel Sheets. We're not done with you yet. <laughs> what do you anything coming up you can talk about? Ooh, yes. I think I've mentioned on the show before that I've been doing a web series called The Spoof Report. Yes. It's kind of a satirical series. We're planning and starting to work on some extended spoof report spoof report specials that should be coming out. I actually don't know when they're coming out, but we're working on them. So keep an eye out, everyone. Awesome. Very cool. And how can they follow you on social media? I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, and I'm on YouTube. It's all under Mariel. You can also find me through my hashtag, Mariel Balance Girl. Very, very good. And the spoof report, by the way, is fantastic. It's really good. So I'm glad you're watching it. <laughs> I am, definitely. Of course, that's it's important, important things to learn. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite? Uh, I'll get back to you on that. I like them all. Yeah. I like when you when you go get into characters and which is kind of cool. But uh, <laughs> that's going to be a wrap. Hey, um, Everly McDonald and Mariel Sheets, I thank you. Thanks for having us on. Thanks for having us. You it was nice welcome. to meet you, Everly. Nice to meet you too, Mariel. That's a wrap, folks. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. Mm-hmm.